You're listening to episode 256. Welcome to the first session of the LGA Summer Series. Today, we are talking about mind and body nourishment. Take a listen. Hello, welcome to the first session of the LGA Summer Series. So today I'm combining the information around our mind and body wellness, essentially. We need to nourish our mind and our body. The reason this is number one is because our body is our foundation. So I find that women are really, really good at personal development of um, even wanting to manage their energy or schedule. I'm going to get this planner or this chart to help me organize and all of these different things, but then aren't feeding themselves or aren't getting enough sleep or whatever it might be. And I always find this to be a recipe for disaster because we're, we're trying to build new habits essentially on sand. So all of LGA is really figuring out how to build back up, right? It's kind of like breaking things down to build it back up, but we need to make sure that our foundation is strong. Do not interpret this as perfect. It's really, really important to understand that we are a constantly evolving being and our needs are going to change. We ebb and flow out of how we have our habits. And it's just the self-awareness is key. I always say nothing happens without awareness. So it's really, really important to have that awareness. One of the big things, uh, and I think is number one, is how we feed ourselves. And if you've been following me lately on social media or through my newsletter or anything like that, you know that I've... I have been circled back to this layer one space for a very, very, very long time, probably a couple years now, um, maybe even close to three years that, and something I should mention too, is as we move through the different areas of growth, please don't compartmentalize. This isn't like a hierarchy of needs, like the Maslow hierarchy of needs. While this was that inspired the idea of the layered growth method, we are moving through all the layers all of the time. So you might be focusing on, for example, hypothetically, like really figuring out how to feed yourself again or better or whatever it might be, but then also having a really strong spirituality practice, like really diving into um, different practices, whether it be like tarot or meditation or a religious practice or something like that. All of that can happen simultaneously. You don't need to perfect and complete a certain module or layer before being able to move on to the next. So that's really important to understand, to give yourself the awareness of like, oh, I'm noticing I need to kind of come circle back to this space. So I want you to begin to nourish yourself. And the reason I learned that this was so important is that when I was really dealing with some pretty significant anxiety, I learned a, a good portion of that. And it's not all, all of it, but a really large portion of it was because of how I don't want to say malnourished I was, but that my my hormones were way, way, way out of balance because of my lack of feeding myself. You know, I was um, pregnant or breastfeeding for like three or four years straight. Um, <clears throat> and then postpartum with my my son, my second child, uh, and nursing him until he was 14 years, 14 years, that would be awkward, for <laughs> 14 months old. Um it was after that that I really, really declined. And it's because all the hormones that we create through breastfeeding are very happy hormones. And those were kind of like, those were my thread that I was holding on to without knowing it. So when those were finished and I wasn't 
any longer producing those uh, hormones any longer is when I really began to experience the the anxiety I had been experiencing all along, but it just like blew up, right? And I learned um, through working with a professional person that my symptoms were really indicative of um, basically my all my sex hormones being completely dropped, plummeted, like ba- like to the bottom. And because of that, it was really affecting my adrenal function as well. Um, and it, it was this moment for me of not like how silly that I was at that time, I don't know, 30, my early 30s, didn't know any of what that meant. You know, being uh, an active athlete through my, all of my teenage years into my young adult life, um, being a healthy woman for the most part, right? I had no idea what it meant to have balanced hormones. Um, or, or what they did or what would happen if they were imbalanced. So I learned how to eat again. And that's why this is something I talk about that is so, so, so important. And now that I'm turning 40 this year, <clears throat> I'm realizing how important it is still moving into perimenopause. So I have all these girlfriends um, and even clients. And when I find out how they're eating, I'm, I'm like, no, <laughs> it's the easiest thing we can do to heal ourselves. It's, it's, it is food truly is medicine. And it, again, it's not about being perfect. Um, so don't ever see this as something like I have to get an A, I have to do this the right way. It's just having the awareness and and choice that it's something that you can work on. So how do you build your meals? You The easiest way, and I have this in my book. So if you really want to cheat sheet, go buy my book. It's called Motherhood Stripped on Amazon. It's in the first part of the second part of the book, like the first chapter of the second part of the book. Um, and I have a whole section on how to feed yourself. But you want to have balanced a balanced plate. So you want to think about building your plate with protein, fiber, fat, and carbs. Protein being the most and and same with your fiber, which is typically your vegetables, okay? And then just a little bit of fat, which might be um um, oil that you cook with or a little bit of avocado slices or something like that. Um, and then carbs you want to have as healthy carbs, right? Like sweet potato or rice or something like that. Um, occasionally like I'll do gluten-free toast. Uh, so, and that's up to you. If you want to add in gluten or dairy, I typically keep this out of my diet. I'm, I don't want to say I'm gluten and dairy free, but I, um, cause I do love a good Greek yogurt for protein, <clears throat> but I really limit the amount of gluten and dairy that I consume. So what you want to do, and this is now you can have like straight up meals that you create for yourself. But I want you to think about just what are the your go-to proteins. So it might be um, ground turkey is wonderful, different types of fish. Uh, shrimp is really high in protein. I don't eat shrimp, but that could be something you have on your list. Obviously, chicken, um, eggs are all really good sources of protein. So you kind of want to have like your group of protein that's your go-to. Fiber are your veggies. Like what veggies do you love? Maybe it's a spring mix or um, the power greens. Uh, broccoli, asparagus, green beans, like really think green or throw peppers in there. I don't know. Think of different foods that you love. Fresh is best uh, and then frozen, but try and stay away from canned. Um, And then fat, different types of fat might be um, olive oil. I love often to cook with coconut oil. You know, it's really good. It's getting a bunch of vegetables and chopping it all up, stirring it all together in a bowl with coconut oil, and then spreading it on a sheet and roasting it. And it's, mm, it's so good. Add a little salt on it. So you kind of have a sweet and salt, uh, um, sweet and salty on your vegetables. It's really, really good. Um, and then carbs, like I said, might be rice or sweet potato, um, or even like new potatoes, things like that. And there you go. There are all the different parts of your food. 
of what can be on your plate. So then you would just want to have, so for me, what I do is I just have all of these readily available and then we just kind of create things and throw it together. I'm a bowl lover. So if I can put all my food together, it's delicious. Um, for instance, yesterday I, um, I put chicken on the griddle and then I sauteed asparagus and green beans, probably about two cups worth, and then threw in a third cup of uh, jasmine rice. And that was all with some olive oil. And then I also crushed a little bit of um, cashew nuts to put on top. And it was delicious. And that has all of all of the food ingredients. You can do smoothies in the morning. Um, you can make little egg bites that have a lot of the different ingredients. So what you want to do if you're someone who's like, wow, I never build my meals this way. I always grab what's easy. I get it. I've been there too. And that's where we have to have the space and grace. So I want you to just start with one meal. Pick one meal that feels like it feels, it's pretty simple to begin to kind of integrate it. And maybe it doesn't have all of the food group. Maybe you don't eat breakfast at all. And you're like, I just want to figure out how to get breakfast. And you decide, I'm just going to get some Greek yogurts. And I'm going to start with that and see how that feels. That has really good protein in it. It's something that's going to help balance your sugars. So start small and give yourself space and grace to kind of ebb and flow and learn. Um, maybe connect with some friends. You can download an app to track your food if you want to. That's triggering for me because I have some pretty disordered eating history. Um, so that's, and I share that with you because like, do you, it's not going to look the same for everybody. So uh, feed yourself. That's the biggest thing. Be sure you're getting water. And the reason this is so important is because this is a basic need. And we, while we're very evolved, socialized beings, we still have uh, a primitive brain and a hind brain that kind of rules, rules everything, kind of overtakes the rest of our brain when it's in a, a state of heightened awareness, like what's called fight or flight. And that's essentially just your parasympathetic nervous system going like red flags, alarms, we're in trouble. So our body before anything needs its basic needs met, right? So think about it. If you're not eating, your brain's going to kind of go into this chronic state of fight or flight. Everything is going to feel harder, everything. And then you're constantly pumping out cortisol. If you're not eating well, you're having sugar issues, your adrenals are pumping. Everything's robbing Peter to pay Paul. This begins to affect your sex hormones, like everything goes haywire. So while our brain is very smart and can turn things off to turn things on ultimately like it's just not sustainable in a chronic way so one of the simplest things we can do to begin to calm our systems down so if you deal with anxiety or even depression or just mood irritability ups and downs eat eat regularly try and eat every two hours or so again being totally transparent i've had a lot of issues with this the past year or so. So I have had to hire a nutritionist to check in with me once a week and to give me a meal guide. It's not a plan. Like I don't do well with like, this is what you have to eat at this time. I like rebel. I just like a guide and then check in with me for accountability to be sure I'm eating. So if I hit a roadblock, we can figure out why. And so that's what I mean by you're not going to be perfect. And some things are going to be hard. Some things you're going to do really well. Sometimes things happen and things fall off. But just remember, it's a basic need. And if you're dealing with anxiety, be sure you're eating because that's one need that could really begin to to tell your brain like, hey, look, I'm safe because I'm eating. Um, and sometimes eating is really hard. So if you're in a chronic state of fight or flight, your rest and digest system is off. This is the system that wants to eat and digest food. So then maybe you need really mild food to eat because your body is so it could be 
bone broth, which is really high in, um, in protein, but that's like all you can manage, but you're getting some protein in, you're giving yourself something, something to eat is better than nothing. Always remember that. And finally, with our mind care, this is simply, so basically in short, what I'll say is self-care isn't the luxurious stuff. Is that lovely? And does it feel like self-care? hundred percent. Don't discount it. However, the self-care I'm talking about is self-discipline. This is going to bed, even though you want to stay up late and drink a glass of wine and watch another episode of sunset selling sunset. (laughs) Do you know where I was last night? It is, it's discipline to be sure you're getting enough sleep, to be sure you're eating, to be sure you're drinking water, um, to take time to, to meditate. If you need to, to journal, to finally call the therapist and try and get in. And that takes, it takes discipline and consistency because if any of you know, who've tried to get in with a therapist lately, they are not available. (laughs) Everyone is in therapy, which is phenomenal, but there's not a lot of room. So it takes that discipline and consistency to try and get in for therapy. So I want you to just really think about how you're going to bed and how you're waking up. These are the bookends of your day that are really going to support your mind. So the evening is a great time to do some self-reflection, um, daily reflection, what felt good, what didn't, how can I shift gears tomorrow? Uh, waking up, just checking in with how you feel. Again, transparency. I do not have a morning routine right now. If anything, I try and wake up to be able to sit outside. You know, it's warm right now. So I like to sit outside to get some sun on my face. I don't, I don't always do that. Sometimes that extra 15 minutes of sleep feels a lot more important. I'm, I'm doing okay with that though. My kids are older. I'm not waking up to screaming kids and rushing around. I do very little to get them set up for the morning and get them something to eat. And then I get to be by myself drinking my coffee and slowly getting ready for the day. So I don't really need a really substantial morning routine. <clears throat> Five years ago, I was waking up pretty early so I could journal and meditate and just have space and time to myself because I needed that to not be irritable and to be able to have my, my poop in a group, you know? So you have to kind of meet yourself where you are, um, and just constantly ask and reflect. And like I said, self-awareness is key. Also, if you don't have any type of self-care or self-discipline routine, the biggest thing I want you to know is to start small. So if you really want to, let's say I want to begin a meditation habit. If you don't meditate at all, please don't set the goal of meditating every day for 10 minutes a day. That's going to be really hard to meet. We want atomic tiny habits. So maybe it's, I'm going to meditate um, up to 10 minutes this whole week. And I'm going to do this two minute one. And then this three minute one. And then this five minute one and three days of the week, I got it all in. Right. So I want you to set really tiny goals for yourself, just like with the food, maybe you just start with breakfast and it's not building it perfectly, but it's just getting something in because you started with nothing, right? So really meet yourself where you are and remember that growth is, is climbing the ladder with teeny tiny little rungs that are suit. Well, I shouldn't say that rungs that are set really, really close together. It's teeny tiny steps up the ladder that get you high, not a ladder with big space in between the rungs. It's not these big jumps that get us there. That's so much harder. And then you often fall down, right? It's like shoots and ladders. But when you have these tiny, teeny, tiny steps, as you're growing up, that, that it, it creates sustainability. There's ease. It's not so hard. So I want you to really keep that metaphor in mind as you're trying to grow inside of creating um, new habits inside of your food and your mind. Okay, so we'll end there and I will be back next week with the next part of the LGA material. I hope you're having an amazing start to your summer. Treat others the way you want to be treated and I will talk to you next time.